0: You're now listening to Jesus is the Truth with Ashley Moore from Obey Christ. May God bless you. Welcome back to my channel. Thank you guys so much for joining for another episode of Jesus is the Truth Podcast. Guys, we are literally nearing the end of season three. Isn't that crazy? Like, it's almost the end of season three of Jesus is the Truth Podcast. For those of you that don't know, Jesus is the truth podcast is available on Apple podcast and Spotify. So you are welcome to tune in audibly. Like if you don't have access to YouTube, wherever you are, or, you know, you're busy and you don't have time to like actually watch it on your screen, you can listen to the, these episodes. You can listen to Jesus is the truth podcast via podcast, whether it's Apple podcast or Spotify, um, it's available on both platforms yay so that's just for those of you who are wondering or you know that weren't aware um and uh, yeah guys I'm really excited oh also I hope you guys enjoyed that intro let me know how you feel about that intro guys I think it it was long overdue um but definitely you know what I'm saying like it was needed <laughs> I think it was it's really informative and it adds like a nice touch to like the videos or whatever Um, actually this is not the first time I'm debuting the intro. If you didn't know, I have already posted. So I posted a video before this one. So it was posted prior to this video, um, earlier this week, and it's basically giving you more information about, uh, RBA courses versus the CB WICX membership. So yeah, definitely check that video out if you're interested. In RBA and or Wig eggs it just it, it's a really helpful video and um yeah anyway that's where i debuted the intro that was my whole point of like telling that story but uh anyway yeah guys we are still in season three of this podcast but we're nearing the end of season three i love the topic on today i think it's going to uh, bless both of us, <laughs> okay. Um, guys, we really have to make it a point to um memorize scriptures, memorize passages because this is the Lord is speaking. Like, don't we want to be reminded of what God has to say concerning a, a particular situation, concerning a particular topic? So, um, yeah. It's encouraging, okay? It literally breathes life into us and into whatever thing may seem dead or may seem like it's not behaving in a way that God ordained or in a way that is according to God's will, okay? So whatever the situation is, whatever the thing is, Um, God's word has all authority to change that whole situation around. So guys, this is one of my favorite passages in the Bible. It comes from Habakkuk. So Habakkuk chapter two, verses one through three. So I'm gonna go ahead and read that first because it's the very foundation of this very powerful message. Okay, so it goes like this, starting with verse one. Again, I'm in Habakkuk uh, chapter two, verses one through three. Verse 1 says, I will stand my watch. Just to give you a little bit of context, Habakkuk had just finished praying to the to the Lord. He had just requested information from the Lord, basically seeking him for answers cons- uh, about a concern that he has. Um, he is distraught. <laughs> Okay, and he's desperately seeking an answer from the Lord. He wants guidance, he wants direction, and he wants answers. Okay, so this is right after he, you know what I'm saying? This is coming up on the end of his seeking God's face. So just to give you a little bit of context, this is what Habakkuk says. I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart. Guys, in other versions, it says on post, like a a watchman's post, okay? Yeah, I hope I'm saying that right. For some reason, it doesn't seem like I'm saying that right, but I think it's watchman's post, but I'll correct myself on the screen, as always, if I'm, you know, if what I said was off, but anyway, it goes on to say, and watch to see what he will say to me, he's referring to the Lord, and what I will answer when I'm corrected, (laughs) Wow. Okay, first of all, can I just stop there and say this really quickly? He's very humble. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This is a good attribute. This is a good characteristic. This is a good quality. Something that should be noted. Approach God's throne with a humble heart. Make sure your heart posture is right. This man is humble. He is a anticipating correction. He doesn't assume he knows it all. He, he doesn't assume he has it all together or, you know, has all his facts straight. He is anticipating correction. That is beautiful. And again, it indicates a, a humble heart. And again, that's something we all should have as believers okay so verse 2 says then the Lord answered me and said write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it for the vision is yet for an appointed time but at the end it will speak and it will not lie amen though it tarries wait for it Let me say that again, though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Okay, I do want to say that other versions will go ahead and uh, use another term instead of saying tarry again. It'll, uh, it'll say terry at the end rather, but for the first terry, it'll replace it with a word like linger. Um, also, you may see words like delay, uh, replace the word terry. Guys, that's because in the Hebrew, um, the word is maha. So I just wanna clarify this really quickly. Um, the original text written in Hebrew Um, it, if I'm not mistaken, and I, and guys, I'll put like a screenshot on the screen for those of you listening in via podcast, definitely feel free to hop on over to YouTube. If you want to like see these details, of course on the screen, but yeah, guys, I'll make it available for you somewhere here on the screen. Um, but the Hebrew text reads Maha. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I think it's M-A-H-A-H. Yeah, something like this, but it basically means it can mean delay. It can mean linger. It can mean tarry. Um, and so it's like any of those words, basically, like depending on the context, of course, uh, could be used like the word maha means could mean any of those words when translated to English. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. But um, so that will explain why you see other translations using a variation <laughs> of those words uh, that I just listed. But uh, so just to, I guess, further clarify what that passage is saying is though whatever God's promises for your life, though it may be lingering, so though it may linger or though it may seem like it is, you know, lingering or tearing, it will not delay. Amen. And what I love about that is this, it's going to happen on time, as long as you're on time, meaning as long as you are in God's will, and you are doing your part to stay in accordance with God's plan for your life and God's will if you stay on course right so we have to do our part we have to remain on course we have to remain on course we have to remain in agreement with the lord and his will for our lives and as long as we are doing our part in that way the lord will take care of the rest because his promises are yea and amen his promises are yes and amen and as you heard me read out of Habakkuk, though it lingers, wait for it, for it is yet for an appointed time. And in the end, it will speak and it will not lie. Therefore, though it linger, wait for it, for in the end, it will come and it shall not delay. Okay, so though it tarry, wait on it, for in the end it shall come and it shall not delay. Mm -hmm. Guys, that's definitely one of those passages that we have got to memorize. We who claim to love the Lord, we who claim to do God's will, right? Guys, you're either all in or you're not. I honestly don't understand how you could. Yeah, I do. I get it. I understand how, you know, one could justify a lukewarm lifestyle, but it's not safe and it's not wise and it leads to destruction ultimately. Okay, the Lord has a very unique call on your life and he has purpose for you. So you were made for a particular purpose you were made for such a time as this to fulfill a very specific assignment okay and to fulfill the call of god on your life and ultimately therefore your purpose here in this earthly realm and i just want to go ahead and take this moment and point out to you okay and this is very much relevant by the way um Guys, there is an entire free resource available for you right now until July 21st on the uh, riverbusinessacademy.com website. You have until July 21st. It's seven steps. Okay, seven helpful, powerful, crucial steps to discovering your purpose. I'm just saying you have until the 21st of July. So I just wanted to put that out there as a reminder, a friendly reminder, of course. Um, But yeah, you guys, we have got to stay focused on God's promise for our lives. Guys, some things require a process. Certain, not every promise is fulfilled in the same manner. Like sometimes we actually have to go through a process and depending on what it is that you're expecting depending on what the promise is that process may or may not be very rigorous what i mean by that is uh it may or may not be filled with a lot of unexpected trials and tribulations and we have to as believers be willing to Work God's word in our lives. What do I mean by that? What does that look like? For example, putting on the whole armor of God on a daily basis. Guys, the shield of faith, for example, our faith has to be built up to the point to where we have a shield that protects our inner peace, which comes from the Holy Spirit. So that even in the midst of a storm, even in the midst of an attack from the enemy, because he loves to throw his fiery darts on a regular basis, right? Starting right here in the mind. Okay, mental warfare is a whole tactic, a whole strategy of the enemy. He loves to attack you in your mind. Because guys, when your mind is distracted and it's not really fully on board with God's uh, with with God's assignment for your life, it it will ultimately affect your actions and your motivation as well. Because when your mind is affected, um, it's because your thoughts are under attack, and when your thoughts are under attack, you begin to question uh, God's promises. And when you begin to question God's promises for your life, then you begin to question your purpose. And when you begin to question your purpose, then your motivation begins to kind of waver. Guys, your motivation is tied to your purpose. I have an example for you. Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. It wasn't until Jesus accepted the bitter cup, okay, his father's will for his life. When he shifted his mindset, when he shifted his, his, uh, his will, um, and, and, and it began to, and it became aligned with the will of his father. And I, I know a lot of you have heard those famous words, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. When he said that he meant it. And because he meant it, because his heart was pure, okay, and it was in the right place, so he had, his heart posture was, um, was pleasing in his father's sight. He sent ministering angels to minister to him. What does that consist of? God's comforting, encouraging, aka motivating. So that's how I'm able to draw that conclusion, that when you are in the will of the father when you are submitted to the will of the father is when help comes from the father he sends help by way of the holy spirit who will comfort you, who will guide you, who will minister to you. He still sends help by way of angels, ministering angels. So guys, you want to be motivated? You want to stay motivated? Stay in God's will. Don't leave God. God is not obligated to help you to complete a task that he never sent you or assigned you to complete. He's not obligated. He is, however, tied to the words that came out of his mouth, because you okay understand this about the nature of God, He does not lie. Whatever it is He spoke, is is so. It's the truth. It will come to pass surely. Of course, when it concerns us as humans, right? There's it. it. There's another layer because we have our free will, you know, that's a, a very, um, um, it's definitely a factor that can make a difference, uh, because the Lord's not going to force you to do anything against your will. So that's why I emphasize the importance of submitting and committing. So submitting to God and committing to, uh, whatever it is God has for you to do. Okay, so all of these things work together to um, bring about whatever it is God has ordained for you for your life. So we need to understand why it's important for us to remain focused, even when we don't see things happening the way we think it should happen, even if things are not happening in the time frame that we anticipated something to come to pass. We have to remain focused and back to the, the, the point I was making about, thank you, Holy Spirit, about, um, putting on the full armor of God. You guys, your faith is one of the most vital components of your armor of your heavenly armor. Because again, may I remind you, our battle is not carnal. It's not of this world. But it is spiritual. And so then our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. As it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, okay, our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Again, memorize this passage. Understand what it means. So that way you can better apply it when necessary. And it will be necessary. From time to time it will be. It's called spiritual warfare. How can you expect to have enough faith to take you through to the end? When you're waiting on God's promise in your life, if you don't even read the word of God and you don't meditate on the word of God, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that's how our faith increases. There's no alternative. You want more faith? Expose yourself to the word of God more. More. And of course, your faith comes into play in so many other aspects as it concerns waiting for the promise of God to be fulfilled in your life. Again, I'm using my words very carefully because, as I've said in previous videos, guys, we're not waiting on God to do anything. It's already done. Anything concerning. It's like, okay. Anything concerning God performing an action, don't worry about it. He's already done it. When he spoke it, it, it it was. He doesn't lie. The thing is, we down here in the earth, earthly realm, we down here who are kind of locked into this realm of time and seasons, we're the ones that have to go through the process. We're the ones that have to fight through, okay, the storm, the trials and the tribulations that may or may not come our way uh, on the way to what it is that God has for us. Uh, The the enemy is not going to let us get off that easy. He's not going to let us, you think the guys remember what the enemy's top three priorities are. Kill, steal and destroy. He can't stand the thought of you being free and your family being free and the generations that come after being free. Yeah. The enemy can't stand the thought of that. He can't stand us. He hates us. Like, sincerely and literally um so you know sometimes things don't come easy it doesn't mean that that's that 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 it's not going to happen though and you see what the enemy wants is for you to give up before it happens because if you give up you come out of God's will because you begin to become stagnant and uh, which turns into rebellion, aka disobedience. And then how can the prophecy come to pass then if you're not putting your hands to work, if you're not making progress, if you're not taking actionable steps towards that promise? The steps that we take, the actionable steps that we take, the work that we do, in route to that promise, is a demonstration of our faith. When, when you believe someone and you take them at their word, you begin to. I'll give you an example. If your boss, uh, tells you you need to be, at work, Monday at nine a.m. You need to report to your office. Um, if you want to keep your job you're going to get dressed long before 9 a.m. And you're going to make your way to the office so you can be there by 9 a.m. on Monday. Why? Because you believe your boss when he told you to be there at 9 a.m. on Monday. So you took the steps necessary. You made sure you went to sleep at an appropriate hour, whatever amount of hours. You know how many hours you need in order to wake up at 9 and not be looking like, You know what I'm saying? You know the steps that you need to take in order to have the clothes you need for that day. Make sure you did a load of laundry (laughs) on Sunday so you could have your favorite blouse available for Monday morning. You made sure you had enough gas in your tank because you didn't want to stop Monday morning early at the gas station. So you made sure you filled up on Sunday. These are examples all of those actions were as a result of your belief in what your boss said so now let's take this up a notch let's take it to another level cuz now we're talking about the king of kings and the lord of lords and the creator of the cosmos okay the creator of this world and everything outside of this world so sometimes we're not going to see the entire uh prophecy and how everything is going to play out play by play play by play we're not um, sometimes we're not going to see all the details up front sometimes it's just a vision this big bright vision a glimpse of your future a glimpse of our futures. Like sometimes the Lord just allows us a glimpse enough to get an idea of what direction we need to head into. And he will also send confirmation. It can come in various forms. Um, a popular form is him speaking directly to you, of course, in you know, different ways also through other people, through men and women of God who are Holy spirit filled, Of course, They may come to you and minister to you or prophesy to you in accordance with something that the Lord has already spoken to you. And so again, that's considered confirmation in that point. And now you're like, okay, thank you, Lord. Now I have confirmation that I know that I know that I know I'm on the right path, right? These, again, this is just an example. So knowing this, knowing that the Lord wants me to do that thing and that he, My assignment is to end up in that place. Again, I don't necessarily have a time and a date, but he said it. He said that's what's going to happen. So if I truly believe him as much as, again, I believe my boss when they tell me to report here at that time, because I'm going to be expected to be doing that thing at that time or whatever, (laughs) You, you know what I mean? If I, if I believe God, as much as I believe my boss when they tell me to do something, shouldn't I be taking actionable steps in that direction so that that thing will come to pass? If I believe God at his word, if I believe him when he says I'm going to be that person, I'm going to do that thing, and this is in my future, then guess what? Now I'm going to be taking courses that are going equip, to better equip me and prepare me for the next step. And I'm going to not only that, guys, but I'm going to begin to seek God concerning the next step. And then when I get that step, whether he just give me one step or whether he give me three or four steps, it doesn't matter. But I have to take it seriously enough to begin to act. And then when the Lord sees that you believe him, when the Lord notices that your your level of faith and your level of um, willingness to obey. When he notices that you are faithful over the little that he's given you so far, you're not necessarily operating at the level that the Lord, you know, has for you to operate in, in the end. Like, ultimately, he is going to have you operating at a very, on a very high level over hundreds of people. Okay, this is just an example. Um, But in the beginning, he wants to see, will you be faithful over the five? The hundreds don't come on day one. The hundreds ain't going to come on day 10 or probably not even month 10. But will you be faithful over the five? Will you be faithful over the 15? There's a problem in the body of Christ concerning, um, Uh, basically comparison to the world's way of doing things. Wanting large platforms overnight without being properly equipped. God's definition of equipped is not like the world's definition of equipped. Let's be clear. Uh, To start, it's much more integral. So if, he, so if he said that you are going to have a certain title and you're going to go to a certain place and do a certain thing, that's exactly what he means. But it's still, there's a, there's a level of, of, of duty and a responsibility on our part that we must fulfill in order for that thing to come to pass why because we have free will we're not robots he doesn't just program us to go and then go forth and carry out whatever the task is no he says look i designed you for this very purpose i put very specific you know qualities in you i have graced you with very unique gifts and talents and there's an i have an assignment for you I have an assignment for you in this hour. If you're willing to accept it, this will happen. That will happen. And this will happen. Guys, if you are willing, that is the key phrase. If you are willing to accept, if you are willing to submit, Some people will sign up for that because it sounds nice, but then they get into the wilderness and they go through the process and they begin to realize the sacrifice that's required on their part uh, in order to advance in the kingdom of God, in order to go deeper go to uh, deeper depths and higher heights in our relationship with God. And again, guys, these are sacrifices that are holy. So sacrifices that could only benefit you in the end is what I mean okay guys so to wrap this up what I want you to take away from this message is that we have got to be committed if we want to see God's promise come to pass in our lives not everything is going to fall in our lap sometimes we get blessings like that God can do whatever he wants. I'm not going to put Him in a box. I'm not going to limit him. And also I've actually seen it come to pass in my life where sometimes blessings just fall in my lap. I'm sure similar, similar things have happened to you as well, where certain things unexpectedly happen to you. Really good things like things you didn't expect. Blessings uh, come your way that maybe you didn't expect. And, uh, yeah, so sometimes, yeah certain things will fall in your lap, so to speak. But other things, especially those things that have the the power behind it to alter an entire generation. Oh, that's going to come with sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it starts with you. OK, it starts with me. We have to put ourselves on the altar. Have you guys heard of that scripture? Submit your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, which is our reasonable service. That's what I mean. Putting the flesh on. Okay, die to ourselves. We die daily. Remember remember what Paul said about dying daily? That's what he was referring to. He meant dying to his selfish desires on a daily basis on a dying to his selfish desires on a daily basis. That's what he was referring to. As long as we remain on the right course, we keep our eyes fixed on the Lord. We seek his face. We seek his will for our lives. We submit our will to his will and we chase after him with everything that we have. And, you know, we do our part. Then guys, inevitably, inevitably, (laughs) <laughs> whatever it is God spoke of your life, whatever promise he made concerning your life, it will come to pass, though it tarry, wait for it. For in the end, it will speak and it will not lie. The Bible says that it is yet for an appointed time, meaning it will come in due season. Again, we're not waiting on God. We're waiting on our season. God is not bound by seasons. He's not bound by time. He's Alpha and Omega. Meaning he's the beginning and the end. Meaning he's seen the end. And at any time, he can be right there. And actually, he's everywhere at the same time. He's omnipresent. Amen. So, yeah, that's a whole other video. I probably should just dedicate a whole other video to explaining that. Um... But nevertheless, I pray that everything I've said (laughs) makes uh, sense to you. And I I pray I explained it in a way, you know, uh, that makes sense. But guys, I just want to encourage you on today. Do not give up. Do not give up. If you are sure that the Lord spoke that promise over your life, you're sure That that was the Lord who spoke that promise of your life. Don't give up on it. Stay the course. Keep working. Be encouraged. Though it tarry, wait for it. I again want to point you to River Business Academy. For those of you out there who would like more guidance in finding your purpose, um, I just want to let you know River Business Academy is here for you uh, to help you in your search for your God-given purpose here in this earth. Because again, we all have purpose. Every single one of us, that's what the Bible says. All of us have purpose and every single one of us has gifts that have been bestowed upon us with a measure of grace. That's what the Bible says. So we all have purpose. We all have gifts. And there is an assignment that the Lord has specifically for your life. This is the truth. Okay. All right, guys, that's pretty much it. I'm going to leave you guys on that note. I really appreciate you guys sticking around to the very end. And uh, yeah, I pray this message blessed you and I hope to catch you later. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. And I'll catch you guys next time. Thank you guys so much again.